Welcome to another episode of the Startup Sec Podcast, uh, where we do interviews with Sacramento startup founders and innovators. Today I'm with one of the winners of last year's Sacramento Region Innovation Awards, Justin Boatman, VP of Marketing and Communications for Riskalyze. Welcome, Justin. Let's start off with you introducing yourself and tell us a little bit about your background. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm a Sacramento guy, pretty much born and raised. So um, my dad came over from the East Coast during kind of 80s tech boom, and uh, I moved over here from the Bay Area when I was real little. Dad came over with uh, Hewlett Packard, moving to Roseville. He's been there for like 30 years, and so I've been kind of repping the 916 ever since. <laughs> Some um, communications background and stuff, degrees are psychology, communications, business, uh, did some nonprofit work. Um, jumped into the Riskalyze world in 2015 and have been there doing marketing communication stuff on that rocket ship, which is really, really fun. <laughs> so for those who don't know, why don't you tell us a little bit about Riskalyze? What is Riskalyze? What does it do? What, is, what problems is it solving? Uh, it, it's a little yeah. startup that's going big. So Yeah, Riskalyze is a startup. We're, we're founded in Auburn, California, believe it or not, a uh, little town of Auburn. We do software as a service for financial advisors, so we help advisors empower the world to invest fearlessly. Um, we do that with something uh, that we invented called the risk number, and advisors are loving using the risk number, and that's kind of been a, a, a huge factor to our growth as advisors just eating up the risk number philosophy. So what is that risk number philosophy? Yeah, so it's based on a Nobel Prize winning framework. Um, the risk number is a number between one to 99. We believe everybody has a risk number, whether they know it or not. Um, 99 is say you've got your entire investment portfolio in Twitter stock, right? <laughs> I mean, the thing could go double or nothing in a six month time frame, right? You never know what's gonna happen. Uh, a risk number one is like cash. If you've got cash under your mattress or you know in a savings account or something that's as low risk an investment as you can have, right? So the risk number is something that quantitatively pinpoints uh, how much risk an investor needs, what their stomach for risk is, uh, how much risk they currently have in their portfolio, and advisors can use that to align portfolio risk to the best interests of their clients, the investor, right? Figure out exactly how much risk uh, they need to have in their portfolio. So kind of the old way of doing this, the old way of assessing risk is stereotyping investors based on their age, right? You know, if you're like, oh, you're young, mm -hmm. you're an aggressive investor. Uh, if you're old, you're conservative. Um, and the problem with that is uh, those words, first of all, they're subjective. Moderately conservative means something different to you than it does to me, than it does to your advisor, right? Um, and stereotyping people uh, based on their age just doesn't work when it comes to risk tolerance. So we found that um, a team of academics came in and assessed our methodology and data, found that 52% of 20 to 29 year olds aren't aggressive investors. And on the flip side of that, 53% of 70 to 79 year olds aren't conservative. So the stereotypes just don't work. And when an advisor sits down and you know applies a subjective um, semantic to you based on your age, they might be getting it all wrong. Um, and if you're invested outside of your risk tolerance, you might make uh, bad short-term decisions about your investments that end up blowing up your long-term financial goals. And so. We believe that aligning the world's investments with each investor's risk number is the way that we can empower fearless investing. Uh, advisors are loving doing that, and so that's how, just in a few short years, we've grown to 20,000 plus advisors on the platform and millions of risk numbers um, out there across the United States right now, and people are getting invested right. So, 
what what were the origins of how did this start? I mean, Aaron Klein, I think, is the founder, yep. right? Yeah. Um, and so, how did and I assume he came up with the idea. How did how did all that start? Yeah. So it was actually co-founders, Aaron Klein, our CEO and fearless leader, um, and Mike McDaniel is a practicing investment advisor mm -hmm. up in Nevada City. Mm -hmm. Um, Aaron and Mike, we call him Mikey, the two of them uh, come together and decide, you know what, man, investing is broken. Aaron says, man, the way that investors think about risk is just a little bit off, don't you think? To his buddy Mike, who's a financial advisor, and he says, man, if you think that investors are thinking about risk in a wrong way, like you should see their advisor, right? Uh, investing is broken in a lot of ways, um, and they decided, you know what, after doing some research into um, into prospect theory, which is a Nobel Prize winning framework that the risk number is built on, um, that there needs to be tools with this methodology to actually quantitatively pinpoint risk so that advisors can act in the best interest of their clients and be able to prove it. That all happened in 2011. Um, did some validation uh, testing stuff with software direct to consumer for a couple of years and had a, a final robust product go to market. Uh, 2013. So it's only been a few short years since that product came to market, um, since the two of them launched it, found a brilliant CTO to build it, and, and the three of them started the company, and then our growth trajectory is just, you know, it, it, it's kind of started in 2013, and it's gone ever since. And you guys are going gangbusters. In fact, last year you were the winner in the software category for last year's Sacramento Region Innovation Awards. So talk a little bit about what was that experience like for Risk Elias and your team? Oh man, well first of all, we're just, we're honored to be a part of this thing. The thing that you're doing here with Stoll Reeves Tech Innovation Awards is really cool. Um, highlighting not just um, kind of cool and shiny innovations in the region, but some companies that are doing a lot of good. Uh, and so to be honored among those uh, last year and to be able to network with, with those in the community that are doing a lot of good and seeing a lot of success was really cool. So. We were we were honored to be a part of it and, and stoked to win the win in the category. Awesome. So that was last year. Um, yep. And it seems like every month I read in the business journal uh, something new is happening. You guys are going to a new building. <laughs> You've got a big funding round or, or some other milestone. What's happened in the last year? Uh, yeah, we. Um, yeah, so it was about a year ago, right, when uh, when we were doing this with the SAC Innovation Awards. We had just received our Series A funding um, of twenty million. We um, since, I mean, gosh, tech startup world sometimes a, a year is like dog years, right? So there's like so many, you know, checkpoints along the way. A lot's happened. I'd say the biggest change to the company in the last year is that we have, as a company, doubled our headcount since October. Wow. And so um, we're just growing and growing. I remember one of the uh, companies we were honored um, to be alongside was an organization that trains up young coders. I believe, and so like from a you know an elementary school age, if I'm not mistaken, start getting them you know developing uh -huh. code stuff early on. And I just remember after the innovation award ceremony, pulling the the guy aside and saying like, "Man, you got to start sending us some coders quick because we could use them," you know. So the growth has been cool. It's been cool to see that in you know small town Auburn. We also have an office based in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, right there in Midtown, um, and so those are kind of our, our two primary locations. Within Auburn, we're in two different buildings now, and so um, we're just, yeah, it seems like something new every day, something new company growth-wise, and it's been kind of fun. How's it been, I mean, you've, you're hiring a bunch of people, how has that been here in Sacramento? Have you, if you had to go outside the region, you'd be able to hire within Sacramento? What's yeah, that like? so uh, actually, surprisingly, I mean, it, it's been great. A lot of people, you know, like their, their eyes get big as saucers when they think we've 
got a tech startup that's growing in Auburn, California, like, you know, pretty far suburb of Sacramento. Um, I was just on a flight from our Atlanta office, you know, six hour Delta flight into Sacramento. And the guy next to me, um, I will admit, was pretty inebriated <laughs> on the flight, but, but was like, there is no way you guys have a successful startup in Auburn, California. How did you not start in Silicon Valley? How have you not moved to Silicon Valley? I mean, the guy was just blown away. It's kind of fun to see the reactions. But we see, um, first of all, I mean, gosh, the, the, the talent that we've been, we've been fortunate to attract incredible talent. And, um, and, and the employees that we have love the, the Sierra Nevadas, love mm. the foothills, love the Sacramento region in general, um, and they're really loyal to the company. I mean, it's not like you've got the you know, company next door knocking on your door every day, like you're in Silicon Valley. It's not like these guys are making their, yeah, not like these guys are making their 18-month journey from, from place to place in Silicon Valley. These mm. guys actually really care about Riskalyze, care about our mission, and want to be invested for the long term. And in turn, the company invests in these people for the long term, and it's kind of a good committed relationship with employees where we see really low turnover, and you've got people who, who are here because they mean it, and that's been a really cool thing. Really great quality of life out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So what's coming up uh, in the next year for Riskalyze? Oh, goodness. Yeah, um, more growth. Um, we hired a recruiter who is, uh, <laughs> uh, who is um, continuing our growth. We are launching the Fearless Investing Summit, um, which is going to be in October. Um, so we go to, I think this year we're going to go to 100 different industry conferences and events uh, around mostly in the States. Um, and we, for the first time, are doing one of our own. So it's going to be kind of fun. We um, have the Hyatt Regency in North Lake uh, Tahoe and are bringing uh, hundreds of financial advisors from everywhere to come descend on the place. And so we get to kind of be the, the hosts of our event. So uh, Damon John from Shark Tank, mm. Joe Theismann, Colin and Brad from Whose Line Is It Anyway? They're all oh, going to really? kind of, yeah, awesome. and, and they're awesome. They're Are you going to do a Whose Line episode there? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Full-on comedy night, improv, all awesome. of that. These advisors are going to love it. We're going to dive into deep practices. A lot of regulation stuff in the industry is changing about how advisors need to start acting in the best interest of their clients and be able to prove that in a fiduciary way. So we're going to help equip advisors to be able to do that with kind of a, a changing compliance landscape, um, if you will. But, man, it's going to be a... A cool, fun event, and we get to host our own for the first time. That's going to be in October. So, where do people go to find out about that or in the event? So, it's a Fearless Investing Summit, uh, fi2017.com. If anybody's in the finance industry and want to come join, there's a place to contact us. I think we're full or close to full, but okay. if you want to, uh, there's contact information on okay. it to see if we can maybe squeeze a few more in. Um, if somebody wants to get involved in the summit. Riskalyze, you can find us at riskalyze.com, R-I-S-K-A-L-Y-Z-E, if they want to get uh, involved in the company that way. Okay, cool. So you're going to be a judge for this year's awards, Sacramento Innovation Awards. Um, how's that feel? Uh, awesome. Yeah, honored. It's cool to be a, a part of this, you know, this year, be honored last year. I think I'll probably be one of the younger uh, judges on the panel, but um, I think it'll be cool to just encourage some of the companies. I remember how encouraging it was to us last year. So to be able to then turn that around and encourage some other companies and honor them for the hard work they're putting in, I'm, I'm glad to do it. Awesome. So what are your thoughts on innovation in general in the Sacramento region? Sacramento region innovation. Man, stuff's, uh, stuff is exciting with, um, you know, I mean, the, the, well, the Golden One Center. I just feel like there's this new era of Sacramento. There's a lot of talent being attracted to Midtown 
Uh, I think some of the challenges um, that have been in the Sacramento region are starting to kind of go away uh, a little bit and vanish. I know some of the suburbs, I would say, have a challenge in attracting young, young talent um, with just some maybe housing challenges and stuff like that. It seems like in the suburbs of Sacramento, sometimes it's easy to be 18 years old and have a roommate or be ready to buy a $500,000 house or you know you're in section eight or something like that it's it's tough to find that how do you attract the millennial professional it seems like midtown sacramento's done a really good job doing that i think there's a, a really bright future here and so i think uh pretty soon it'll be lake tahoe and san francisco saying they're just a couple hours away from us right so yeah so what do you think we need to do to improve you mentioned a couple of challenges with the suburbs anything we can do to be stronger and more competitive yeah, you know, um, that's a good question, I, and I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't profess to be, you know, an expert on on that macro scale. I think California, overall, I'm a guy that just kind of believes that it's it can be a challenging environment for uh, business in general, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's it's one of the most, it's one of the least efficient places to start a business, right? I'll tell you that we've been fortunate to see um, success in the midst of that, but I think yeah, as a macro scale, of course. Sacramento is the city that influences the state, but in a lot of ways influences the country that influences the world, right? I mean, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of leadership potential here and capability here, and I think anything we can do to free California up to be a better business environment would be a good thing. Mm -hmm. So one of the questions we like to ask at the end of these uh, interviews is, um, if you could give one piece of advice to emerging innovators out there, what would that be? Yeah, true. Okay, so I think I'd be better to speak on on behalf of Aaron, who's you know started this company from okay. scratch with his bare hands. I just had a conversation um, with our CEO Aaron Klein about this, and he says um, he thinks the number one skill that somebody needs when going to start a company is the ability to make great hiring decisions. Hmm. Um, and I guess somebody a while back told Aaron that his Achilles' heel is is making the assumption that with enough hard work anyone can do any job, right? Um, and hard work is a good thing, but you know, he discovered that you need to have a really tight filter when deciding who to bring on uh, people onto the bus, what seat they need to fill on the bus, and making the right hiring decisions and finding somebody who actually can do a specific job and role um, is, is really, really important. That'd be his number one. Whether it's a co-founder or, or hiring developers, I see. Yep, so it sounds like that's something Aaron uh, started to learn early on in his career, and I see that manifesting itself at risk lives. All right, good advice. So, any last words you'd like to uh, give a shout out to, or, or risklives.com again? Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, just thank you to, um, well, first of all, our, our co-founders have built a great organization. We are hiring, so risklives.com slash careers. For anybody who's interested in jumping aboard and being a part of FinTech uh, in the foothills, we kind of call it. Um, and uh, yeah, shout out to, to Stoll Reeves, everybody putting on the SAC Innovation Awards. Again, you guys are doing a really cool thing. And, so I'm glad to see it happen and glad to be a part of it. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time, and we're looking forward to seeing great things, more great things from Risk of Life. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Awesome.